everyone. Welcome back again to the to the Iconist podcast. I am your host, or one of your hosts, Barry3D for Deep Dark Delicious. Carter, hey, and I'm here with DJ Rod C. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. And as you can probably tell from the background today, uh, our subject is going to be the Zeta Project. Right. Well, I didn't have that. I just have pure flame, which is fire, hotness, what we're about to talk about. So I just represent it like that. All right. All right. Dylon, pure fire. Pure fire. Dylon from <laughs> making the band. Yeah. You're With Pete Diddy. <laughs> Don't stop. Can't stop. It's all about the remix. <laughs> Hey, man, it is what it is. So the idea we had about talking about the Zeta Project is because I, first of all, like Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. So this character showed up in Batman Beyond, and he got a spinoff series. So this is why I think we should give a little bit of light to him. Um, and, and then it got my wheels looking into some other stuff. So I'll, I'll mention it during the podcast. I'm not sure if you read the books or not on what I'm going to talk about, but we're sticking with the Zeta Project, that's for sure. So uh, the Zeta Project that ran for two seasons, it was a drama, science fiction, action, cyberpunk adventure. That's how... They had it uh, categorized as. Any uh, more uh, words to put in that list? Holy. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it takes place the same time as Batman Beyond. It was a first spinoff yeah. from that series. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and it had some good voice actors on, on that show. So uh, Zeta himself, the, the robot you can see behind me, for those who are watching the video and if you listen to the audio, then, you know, we'll put a like the Zeta Project, you know, Z-E-T-A, you'll see it in the name. Uh, he Pretty much he's an assassin. So he, he's a synthoid. So he, he's a robot. He's able to use holograms to disguise himself. So he looks like a robot all the time, you know, a, a humanoid. So he's got, you know, the two legs, the two arms. He's got a kind of the head. His first appearance when he came into Batman Beyond, he had the whole body was the same thing, but his, his head looked like a giant U. It looked like a, just a giant U-shaped right. object. And then they changed it up after to kind of give him more of a, uh, you know, the eyes and a human head. But, you know, he's got, of course, as a robot or, sorry, Synthroid, he's got, you know, the heightened speed and strength and accuracy. And he has like multiple guns that he keeps within his chest cavity. So he's got, you know, generally speaking, he's got six guns and he was put together uh, by an organization to be an assassin, to go and uh, exactly what it is. You get, you know, why, why use a human? Said the robot, robot can infiltrate. So he's got like holograms he can use. So it's almost like a chameleon skill. Mm -hmm. He would be able to look like anybody you know, within, within reason, right? So he can actually kind of shrink his parts to look like a kid. He can grow his parts to look like, you know, tall, thin person. He would have that projector on him that would mm-hmm. always cast that. So that was one of the, the fun things I thought about it, that he was able to blend in anywhere so he was seen as a perfect assassin. Correct. He was sent to, um, you know, he showed up in the very, one of the earlier issues, sorry, earlier issues, earlier episodes of Batman Beyond called Zeta. So that was his first appearance. He was supposed to go and kill somebody. And, he, and then he had a, a, a moment of faith after dealing with Batman and, you know, saying, well, killing's wrong. You shouldn't kill. And then he, he almost like he reprogrammed himself. So there's other robots never do it. He, he kind of said no. And he dumped on all his guns and his weapons. And, and he wanted to find the person who created him, the doctor who created him. Yeah. Right. Um, and Dr. Eli, I believe it, or no, oh, I, I got to look up the name, but the doctor who created him and the reason why, and this is why his spinoff series came in. So in his series, he's looking for the doctor. So you have the NSA, that organization, that National Security Organization, I think that's what the NSA um, stands for, if I remember correctly. They had a couple of agents looking for him because I think he went rogue 
They want to understand why he's not doing his missions and uh, if he's going to flip back into that. So they want to capture him to find out what happened. Because I think somebody else reprogrammed him and not himself. Correct. Right? So now going forward with that, they're hunting him down. He's looking for the doctor to, to find that doctor to say, hey, you got to tell people that it's possible that I can do this. So um, this is almost kind of a, I don't know if they're influenced by it, but, you know, the stories like iRobot that right. was, right, you know, like the movie that Will Smith did. I mean, there were books on that. So I'm not sure if the creators took um, uh, liberties or, or, or inspiration. Just some point there, right. Take some you inspiration know? from there, yeah. So inspiration from there. There was another comic book series I used to read uh, back in like the in 19, like, you know, 90s or whatever. It's, it's, it's called Scud, the Disposable Assassin. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, it was by Fire Press Comics. Um, Image picked it up at one point. The writer, creator was, um, you know, he was working for that. And then he kind of put the script away and he started working more on uh, movies, like writing movies and TV shows. And then he kind of went back to it to finish off the series. But we can talk about that another time. But it, it was almost the same presence. I, you know, in Scud, some guy goes, puts a quarter in, you know, a token in a machine and he comes out the vending machine. You say, okay. Here's your target. Give him a desk. He analyzes it. He goes. He gets to the target, and then he realizes that if he kills his target, that he he uh, uh, self destructs. So, okay. Yeah. So he didn't want to do that. So what he did is maim his target. So very dark humor. So he maims the target. So he shoots off the target's legs and arms. You know, and the target is not human. So don't. Like, oh my god. And then you know he takes jobs to keep the target on life support, so the die never the person never dies. Wow. And works as a mercenary, but that's, that's something we could get into. But yeah, so seeing that, when I'm looking at Zeta, mm-hmm. I kind of get that kind of iRobot, Scud, the disposable assassin okay. vibe to it. Not as dark, obviously not as dark. Yeah, I, this is a kid's show, but it's definitely, yeah. Go ahead, sorry, go ahead. Man. Go yeah, 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 no, no, you're right, you're right. So this was a kid's show. It was a spinoff, and, you know, he's trying to find, uh, you know, it's kind of a Bruce Banner kind of, you know, walking in the end, trying to find his creator you know to make things right to kind of square the field so he's doing good doesn't use any guns he doesn't kill anybody he finds different ways to do it but he's still learning to be human and then he comes across this girl named ro who's who's like tech savvy she's you know looking for her her mom and and the two of them kind of get together and form a friendship so that's how this series goes Did, did you watch any of the series back in the in the day when it was on Rosita? Yeah, I've, I've seen, I've seen, I've definitely seen it. I wasn't able to keep up with it, uh, mm. but I do, I do remember the show. I do remember, and again, it was, um, it definitely was a very heart well, uh, heartfelt type of show. Right. You know, just way I look at it like Zeta's like Data. Yeah. Zeta's like Data, trying to find humanity, this humanity, yes. trying to find his place in life, and just, and in, in, in just humanity in, 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 in this world, and realizing like, how could it be a better person how can i help my fellow let me think his fellow man but just yeah. to help mankind in general taking care of roe and you know just trying to again like you said like bruce banner he's trying out out you know helps outrun the long arm of the law everything i'm trying to say, to say yes and the man just keeps missing it but he's doing that because he's realizing that he knows he has a purpose he feels he has a purpose like you said he had that confrontation or that conversation with batman and realized like I don't think killing is good. I don't yeah. think it makes sense. Look him out. Yes, I'm out. And that was it. So, so the doctor, like, to go back to what you're saying, but I pulled it up. So the doctor is Dr. Aruro, Aru, 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 
Yes, yes, yeah. So that was the doctor's name. So basically trying to find to find him just to get, you know, the clarity to say, you know, um, why you make me and everything along that line. So I vaguely remember just seeing it now, just kind of yeah. I'm back. Bad people. I'm like, what? What's going on? Talk to yeah. me. Yeah, exactly. He's not he's not lore. So we don't have to worry about that. He's data. He's not lore. We'll worry about lore coming back. We don't have to worry about data. <laughs> Oh this my is the gosh. good twin. This is the good twin, <laughs> right? Exactly. You know, uh, and, and 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 I said I like the show. I used to watch the show, you know, on a regular basis. Um, I always think that Warner Brothers should do something more with it. And, mm-hmm. and 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 even though it might not seem like much of a presence, there was a lot there. Especially that it was the first spinoff from you know another spinoff cartoon. Right? You know, yeah, exactly. Because it, it got originally released in on January twenty seventh in two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. So this this series is already twenty years old. Mm-hmm. Wow! I, I, yeah. I, I time flies, man. Definitely, it does fly. But when you realize when you watch it, like if you come across a couple of clips and see it online, you can see that it doesn't seem so far. You don't feel that it's so far outdated. No, unless you actually put a number beside it and say equal out. This is the image, and this is the date. Right. Without that date, I would not have thought that it was nearly twenty years. Sorry. We're 21. It is 20 years. Yeah. Exactly 20 years. It, a few months ago. So exactly. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to believe that we're 20 years after this. Um, I would have definitely felt like this would have been like a 15, a, 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 a 11, 11, maybe a 2011, 2011, right, right. you know, kind of scenario. But when you see those numbers, but I agree with you, like, honestly, that if they were to come back and do a spinoff or just do anyways, a spinoff or a reboot on this, right. uh, I would definitely catch on. Um, I mean, I come across some stuff, uh, you know, that's segueing off into something more kid-like, whatever case you be like DuckTales. Right. They're doing, they do, they do an updated version of DuckTales. Yes. I'm like, okay. And I see it and I'm like, okay, you're not so bad. So that's another, that's another show we can come and just have some more lighted, hard, harder jokes with that one. Right. But seeing that, and this is WB, I'm like thinking, listen, someone needs to just come back and pull up the archives, the Zeta project, and just <laughs> wipe the dust off of that and bring that up because... To me, that I agree with you. That could definitely, that can get another boost. I get another presence of older heads like us who remember it, and definitely be able to introduce to new, char- I mean, the character to new, to new viewers. Definitely be something that I think that they can actually put somewhere sure, on the table again. For sure, because if you got to figure, if the viewers back then, and this is twenty years ago, and the viewers are still like you know, you had to had its fan base. Then they're 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 in their you know. Um, late 20s, maybe early 30s, as some of everyone was watching it, right? So yeah. they, they got to show this some love. Everyone's looking to get Batman Beyond to come back in some degree, you know, and hoping it goes on, including myself, mm-hmm. you know, being this cartoon live action. I'd love to see live action. We spoke about that before. Right. Zeta Project, de- definitely, I don't think live action because it would be too, too much. Expensive. It'd be too, too expensive. Too I want to see on, like, uh, HBO Max. I want to see it on Netflix. I, I want a streaming service and it doesn't have to be like a full-out series they can do i mean look they went back and they did carmen san diego they did uh voltron that's another one too right and voltron too like listen they they definitely are going back and looking at the archives and bringing back some old classics so this may they may not see this as a classic but this is maybe more of a cult classic and i would say that if they really brought it back it will bring the original lovers on and it would definitely tie in you will definitely be able to pull in some new people to follow it because um, there's, 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 
there's mystery, there's adventure. I mean, you know, there's enough suspense and stuff like that. Again, running out, trying to outdo the law while coming into this neighboring town, trying to fix a problem or help out or right. figure out something out. Again, that's a, that's a, it's, it is a DC kind of slash, you know, <clears throat> sorry, not a DC. There's a Marvel kind of conversation with the Hulk, but it's the same kind of scenario presence. You walk in, do what I got to do, look over my shoulder, but I'm taking care of the is- issue ahead yes. in, in front of me. And I just got to go off. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would really, I would see this series happening like um, the fugitive. Exactly what it was. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. The, the fugitive. You go back. You look at the fugitive. You know, or back in BIM, as they call him, Doctor Kimball, and that's how yeah. the show was named. Right. We call it the fugitive, and and you do that high and spin because he's being chased by the government. He's still mm-hmm. trying to help out people in the same time, and he's got other people trying to stop him. And then his sidekick, or you know, I call sidekick, but uh, uh, her name Ro, right? So uh, mm-hmm. uh, Rosalie Rohan. I'm uh, sorry, Rosalie Ronan. Uh, yeah. She was 15 years old when she teamed up with him here. So me, if I move this way, you'll see what she looks like. So her original appearance, she had black hair or, or brown hair, and then they gave her blonde hair in his own series. So that was where one of the cosmetic changes that happened. Mm-hmm. But you make it in. So let's let's go through and see what happens. Let's let's wrap it up. It's and there's so much to play with. I mean, seeing that it's been 20 years has gone by. Right. Right. You could age her without aging him. Correct. Right. You know, I think, as I said, you put it on Netflix, you know, do what they did with Transformers, make it a little bit more gritty and adal- make it more. When I say gritty, it doesn't have to be like I'm not talking violent. I'm just talking more adult, you know, yeah. keep keep the, the, the heart and the passion behind it. Go for it. Make it like the fugitive and then wrap up the storyline because they never did. Yes. And that's what I've always wondered, you know, especially when we did all the research for this and I'm realizing that I've never that was just a an ended loop, so yeah. there's no closure. There's no closure to it. And you, you know what? Like we're saying, as as, as though we're, we're bringing back these other little shows and that we're bringing back as touch points. But right. all these shows that we we just recently talked about, uh, Carmen Sandiego, right. uh, Ducktales, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and so forth. We brought those back up just yeah. for conversation. Those ones have been revamped for a modern age type of conversation, for a modern yes. age type of feel. So they've definitely added that feel to give it more human like listen i will say i got no problem saying i ain't ashamed i was checking when i came across our town, carmen san diego i'm like yeah carmen I'm like, okay and i was like oh oh you 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 serious you, oh yeah you good I, I, you good I, I, next next yes next binged next. what do you mean what do you mean we're out wait, wait. when's going back when's going yeah so no i have no problem. i watched the whole series that was on netflix no shame, yeah. I, you know, and yeah. and it's well done. It kept the essence of the original. She told it more from her point of view instead of the um, the, the two people trying to find Car- Carmen, right? So they made her more of a hero uh, in this series, which I liked, you know. Mm-hmm. And they gave her a beginning, they gave her a purpose, they gave, they her, gave a purpose. her a purpose, and they gave her an end. There was a full out official ending in the series, mm-hmm. um, you know, because her motivation was trying to find her mom, her dad realize you know and found her clues along the way and then the series wrapped up and then yeah you had an official ending yeah. you know good i was good with that I, and i like that you give me a, give me an ending so with with uh the zeta project <clears throat> there was no ending like it, it got there and it seemed like when he finally found the doctor the doctor they said the doctor died mm-hmm. right of course this is you know it's got a soap opera element did he die did he really <laughs> right so it's all open-ended. I mean, come on. If you were to go and do this, 
I mean, well, as you, but I mean, if they were to turn yes. around and do this, um, one, it's got to be like a limited series. Let's not go and start up a whole new thing. Don't re, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. Take what's there, bring back some of those, and shoot, even even a phone call because they got video calls like we, it, you know, with Terry McGinnis or with Batman Beyond, you know, saying, "Hey, you're, uh, I heard you're 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 looking for this. I found this detail for you that might help you in your search. Here you go, you know." And you can bring in an older Terry just trying to help out because he knows Zeta is not a bad person. Make mm-hmm. Ro a little bit older. And they still have to wrap up the mystery with Ro and her finding her lineage. And then for, you know, Data, like that, that would be a pure action series, yeah. right? No, no, no. It could definitely, you know what, I, again, um, you know, okay. You know what? I was I was just thinking, talking, but you went action and talking about series. I went right. like the Terminator when they had the, when they had the term, Terminator series. Yes. Um, again, it was very. You know, you had you had that futuristic type of element, but it was very action based and stuff like that. So yeah. use the action. My my mind just literally went to that show. I just can't remember off the top. Of, of course, I like that show. But, Once again, that show ended without a proper ending. Mm-hmm. I used to watch a show religiously. I bought it on DVD, and then when it went to a certain place, I'm like, ah, oh! and it's like, okay, the show's canceled. What? Well, at least let them finish off, so, right? So you know, um, as I said, that last episode really that one hit me. You know, I mean, yes, you can find a, you know um, a, a, the DVD set of the complete series and everything. You know, it's out there. You know, you can pick it up. There's no problem. So let's go this way. If you had to turn around and do it, I know I said I would like to see it as a uh, a well drawn cartoon by a studio. You know, to go ahead and do it. Um, they have to catch the fluidity of the movement. So I don't want it too stiff. And I, I want to see action. You know what I mean? I want to oh, see, yeah. I want to see, like when the fight scenes happen, I want fight scenes in a serious context, but I want the fight scenes choreographed like how they do with Peter in Family Guy, with Peter when he fights the chicken. They do so much, pop, 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 like nonstop, on the go action. If you watch those scenes, yeah. those are fight scenes that we should have in, you know, cartoons with real superheroes, not just one punch, not just two kicks i want on going action like what was the one i liked there recently uh oh batman son of the dragon or um where it was kind of the 70s kind of feel to it okay so, yes yes yeah yeah, okay. yeah. so they yeah. got in richard dragon so that one was pure like when they did the moves they were real intricate when they did the moves in the fight scenes so we need something choreographed like that is it harder to draw absolutely so do i see it as a 3d animated show no it never was I don't want to see it come back 3D animated. I want to see yeah, it 2D a, animated, you know, that feel, that look to it and and really get into it. It's got to keep that that artistic style similar to the show or even Batman Beyond to Mike the Link. I like to see Terry come back. Yeah, I like to see Terry come back in it. And I know who I'd like to do the voice for it, right? For the main character. Well, so so here's here's funny. Like I was thinking in that regards to uh-huh. you're talking about drawing and everything like that. Yeah, definitely wanted to be in two D. Uh, I definitely wanted to keep it not to be so futuristic, no three D. I want to keep it, if possible, to the close. What the latest type of DC one we have right now is Young Justice. So yes. if we had it. If we had it, we had it uh, having that more realistic kind of texture. Yeah, with that, yeah. I definitely can see that with there because it'd be perfect if you kept that online. Then you have the ability that you could say um, it's the same type of drawing stance. So now that that can help push if the if the studios see the mind, the mind of response that they get from that, 
they can definitely say, okay, you know what? Now is to be a perfect time to, in that sense, like we say, sidestep and then help push for a Batman Beyond because now we'll be in the same style and we can just kind of continue that type of community and that kind of uh, universe of having the futuristic um, Batman Beyond sideswipe back into Zeta Project and then yeah. that can work perfectly. So yeah, I, I would say like that. Um, you know what? You're talking about the voice. What? Who did? You, who did you? Who, who do you? Who did you think? Like, okay. you're gonna do the voiceover for that. So the voice is someone that's got to be an actor. It's got to, and I mean, I'm going anyone, right? So the voice has got to be someone um, for me that's got to do Zeta that can be robotic in a sense, mm-hmm. but still have feeling and convey emotion because you have to have that sympathy for the character. You can't be 100% cold all the time. So my voice choice is is and believe it or not was Val Kilmer. Right, I was going first with Val Kilmer, and then you mentioned before um, Brett, the actor who played Data in Star Trek. Yeah, Brett. Yep. Yeah, but I was going Val Kilmer. So Val Kilmer played the voice on uh, of Kit with Knight Rider. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So he he, he had um, character, even though you don't see his face, you don't see his facial expressions or nothing like that that can convey it. His voice alone conveyed it, and and he conveys caring empathy sympathy you know so that that for sure and he still has that kind of you know he can be very deadpan to a certain degree that's that's what i like so i was thinking um for sure i was going with um as i said val Val, sorry val kilmer was with my top choice and then you know the actor who played data from star trek would have been uh, a very close second if i had to go Mm -hmm. those two well, <clears throat> so no, no, that's 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 good. That's good. Like I, I, you definitely, you definitely caught me. You definitely caught me with Val. Like <laughs> I, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking Val. Right. I wasn't thinking Val. Um, who I was thinking. I mean, because again, the good thing about that, that this is still, this is still voiceovers. Yes. You know what I mean. So this is still voice. So, uh, Diedrich is still. He's still. He's still. He's still alive. Yeah. He's. He's. He could. You know, if there was a possibility to bring him back into doing it, yeah, I would. You know I would definitely. I'll be good if we could do that because again, this is not. This is voice. If we're doing a live action, then we'll have to go to somebody else. But yes. if it was voice, I would say have Diedrich. But that was like you know maybe I wouldn't just throw down the obvious and go with Diedrich. So you know what your 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 choice is better because that would bring in that fan nostalgia. See, I was trying to go. No, no completely, completely, yeah. and, and and that was a, that's a good way of looking at. It. Like I thought that, and just say you know depending on the conversation that we would have, like okay, if not him. Then it would have been. I know I just said Brett Spinner for for Data because yes. of Data, um, which is not even a bad. I would have him tied up by going with him, or uh, you know what? But I thought of it, and then I just. But I was really thinking of Diedrich first. But then it's like you know I had the conversation now thinking I should have thought of a second person. But Spock, I was thinking of um, oh, uh, who plays him now? Like uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, yeah, that, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull him just now. I'm gonna pull him right now because I apologize. I apologize, everyone. And like, yeah, that's my bad. I right, because he was also the villain in uh, the TV show Heroes. Yes, exactly. And if he, yeah, I just found out, uh, in Invincible. You know what? Yes. I was just check it from Invincible. He's he's the voice of uh, the robot. Really? Yeah, I'm just gonna go double check. Oh, yeah. if okay. I remember if I remember correctly, I came across that, and that took me for like, oh, oh, that's okay. We will, we will accept that. We will accept that. Yeah, Zachary Con Quinto. Yes, so yes. I saw that, and I, then I, as soon as I saw it, 
and then I heard it. I'm like, hey, that's why the voice was 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 gripping me, and I just couldn't remember why. Who was that voice? Because that's why I had to go look and realize it was him. So okay, I, got, I take my hat off to you because those are two good choices. So you're right. So Diedrich first and foremost, absolutely. And if it wasn't, yeah. then it'd be yeah, Zach. Yeah, I would say Zachary. Zach. Yeah, I, absolutely. I would hands down. I would go with your choices for sure because even though he's playing that character on Invincible right now, that means he already got the idea of how that character should be. Plus playing Spock, exactly. plus other things he's done, you know. And it, yeah, it, I, I definitely, I can definitely, um, I'm all for that. I, I like those choices. Thank I you. like those well, choices. Well, that, well, that's like you know because definitely because I thought of Spock himself because at least like you said, and it def- that's what kind of pulled me into what you said about having that. You can hear the emotion through the voice. You don't have right. to see a facial expression. You nope. know, you can hear the emotion through his voice. He yes. has a way of carrying his tone and having that conversation. That you can not, you don't have to be in the room, but you can hear his voice and you can hear the empathy. You can hear how he's talking and everything like that. Now, that's perfect for the play Zeta. That's, that would be my thought process. So who did you think for, for Ro? Ooh, Ro? Um, you know what? Here's the thing. If we if Deidre comes back, you got to bring back the original voice actress for a role, yes. right? If it's not going to be um, her, then it's got to be. So I, I would go with maybe. Uh, you, you you know um, that's a good question. I was I would go maybe someone uh, more from the CW universe. Um, yeah, I I would. I would, who, whose voice do I like that can, because, well, it depends. If they're playing role at 15, then you definitely have to go with a, a traditional voice actress to play that. If they're making role a little bit older and someone, um, I would either, yeah, you know, I like the two characters from The Flash. So either one that plays the, the actress that plays Iris West. Okay. Right? And this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or the one that plays uh, Killer Frost. No. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. Okay, cool. I could see one of those two actresses doing that role as a voiceover. I think that would be a fun thing for them. I mean, they got tons of acting experience, but I think they would. Their voice is unique enough that it would play off well if you don't get back to the original cast. Right. So, you know, that's not bad. That's not bad. Now, so here, here's my thought process because right. I was, um, I was trying to do. Could I get? Because everybody, we we have these type of discussions. Everything we're gonna do this, and we will just we just kind of like you know, as you can see, we're pulling stuff out the hat. The other person doesn't know what we're doing. So I wasn't sure if uh, 3D was gonna go say if the characters were live or were we doing voiceover. So I had the mental in my head for both, just in case. Okay, okay. Because we did voice. No, 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 no. Because we did voice. I mean, my my head went down that route. Um, but I was thinking that um, here's the scenario. You, you know, you you want someone who is like you said, who has the chops, who knows how to do this. Right. It's not like you want to put this, you don't want to put her back into the saddle in that regard, but Tara Strong, her, she's just voice, she's just a, a voice goddess in that sense. Like yes. Her voice has been known for everything. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, we could go with, with her. Um, then I was thinking that I came across and I was thinking about um, if I was doing live and then my mind was just thinking, okay, who has that kind of robust type of action and, and i just happen to remember um from transformers so nicola pritz pritz right. who played from um, when the, um, the Transformers movie resurfaced in that sense right. with uh, mike walburn so played yes. his daughter she would have been if i was doing like, a live action one but right. i could probably even still see her you know because if, if 
voiceover is not her forte to my recollection. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, with the proper training and stuff like, you know, just helping out and stuff like that. But you know what? She she could definitely be able to take on take on that role as well. Because she, she has that gritty type of not gritty, but she has that you can hear the, the, the fight and you know, and just like take no take no take no nonsense type of, you know, vocal when she was on the movie. So I mean, hey, we could just try to parlay that over to just doing voice. Yeah. I think she could do that. I think she could do that well. I say Tara, Tara knows how to do it. Tara Tara, that's just that's that's her bread and butter. She's yeah, sleeping. Absolutely. She can talk. You can you can just put a mic over her while she's sleeping, like saying, just just mumble out anything. That that makes sense. Sold. And that's it. <laughs> well, yeah. So look, so for anyone that's listening, so if we're talking with some of the, the, the original casts. So when we're saying uh Diedrich. So mm-hmm. a lot of people you all know Diedrich without maybe realizing he was doing the voice. So Diedrich uh batter. He was um, one of the main cast members from the Drew the, the the Drew Carey show, right? Right. He was on this. He had Drew Carey, um, and, and then he had his two friends. And Diedrich was a shorter woman with the darker hair. You know, and he showed up in some movies doing smaller roles, and he's done other roles on TV. You know, but he's that actor. Um, the the other one who I like who plays uh, uh, Agent James is uh, uh... Kirk, Kirkwood Smith. You know, mm-hmm. and if you don't know Kirkwood, Kirkwood Smith, let me, let me just say this famous line you're a dumbass. He played the father from the 70s show, he played Eric's father. So, Topher Grace's father on the 70s show played the agent, and he's come on, he was in Robocop. <laughs> And he was he was a bad he was you know in Robocop. So him doing a voiceover it, <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. And he's still around and going up to now, man. So, you know, uh, uh and then you had Adrian West. Adrian West. Yeah. But right? see who West is? Yeah. yeah, yeah. West, is, West is the one that kills me. When you hear it and you realize who it is, and you'll be like thinking, Yeah, I can see I can see why you you're an early you're early uh, uh, WW, but we won't say we won't say that. I'll let you say that. But yeah, it, it, it's <laughs> Michael Rosenbaum. Mm-hmm. Michael Rosenbaum was was. Come on, this is Mister Lex Luthor from Smallville. Right. Or uh, if we want to go, um, you know Barry Allen from uh, Justice League. And so so there's there's the connection right there. Yep. He's already doing. He's already doing that type of stuff. He's, he's already Wally West. You can hear the Wally West type of tone when you hear West. I yes. That's, that's funny. Then Agent, Justin Lee Cartoon, West, yeah. Agent West and Wally West. But I digress. I didn't catch up to now. That was hilarious. <laughs> Good on you, right? Even all these years later, we're still learning something about this series. So that's what I said. So my whole point and my thought about this is, one, I want to see it come back. Animate it 2D. Either bring back the original cast because they, they all have the chops. They're still going, you know. Right. Uh, wrap up the series. Do, do something special, really, you know, up the action on it, up the action sequences on it, really make it look nice and put it out there, you know, and, and be it. this is like a 20 year anniversary. So, wow, I, I don't think wow. anyone is doing this. So it's a 20 year anniversary, pretty much. I mean, ish of, of when this cartoon debuted characters around just a tad bit longer than that. And, and this would be awesome if they go and do something Batman Beyond and tie this in just for a 30 second drop. I'm I'm satisfied. I'm absolutely satisfied. Absolutely yeah. for sure. Yeah. No, I completely I completely agree. That that would be that would be just awesome if they were ever to do something like that. Um, and even if they can't go that way, g- give us a mini series. 
DC, Warner Brothers owns DC. Give us, give us, give us a six issue miniseries to wrap it up finally uh, and, and bank on the 30. Because what I would like to see, so we know the cartoon series I like to see. Mm-hmm. I, if they got to do a car, uh, a comic book, then wrap it up because they've gone back doing the Batman animated series comic book, and theirs were really good, mm-hmm. you know. And, and and then I would like to see some some memorabilia from this, meaning either sideshow collectibles. Give mm-hmm. me a statue. Give give me a. But I want to see a gun in hand. But give me a statue. <laughs> give me a statue of. Well, they do these great collectible statues. Such detail. Right, rich in color, sexual collectibles. Give me a statue of the Zeta Project. That—that's what I want to see. That's all. That, that's all you ask. That, that's all I ask. That's all I ask. And then, and you know, in a weird universe, we can always do Terminator versus Zeta. <laughs> One shot, prestige format. Come on, we 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 we've had Batman versus Predator. You know, Superman versus Predator, Superman versus Aliens. Uh, you know, they fought Terminator. You know, Robocop versus Terminator. Come, you, you can give me, you can get me, you know. Give me one. Just oh, give me one. Me. You know, one shot prestige format, Zeta versus Terminator. Come on, make it happen. That, that, that's what I want to see. Something for the 20th anniversary. Bring this character. Give him some love. Give him some love. That's all I'm saying. Hilarious. 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 <laughs> cool. So that that's my point on this. Mm-hmm. Cool. Anything else to add there, Rod? What you, how you want to uh, see it? Well, you know what? I've already said before, man. I mean, if they can, you know, if we can get something, you know, on the table, or just know, know that something's coming on the pipeline, that'd be great because um, that was a that was a show that had it had something. Yes. Um, let, let's just be straightforward. We know certain things don't last more than a season. You're lucky even if you get a full season yeah. on certain on certain cartoons, TV shows, anything in that regard. So we passed. We passed the mark. It's basically it. You passed you pass the, uh, the, the 13 mark in the sense of getting 13 episodes and you now have a second season. Okay, you must have done something. Someone yeah. must have liked it. Someone yeah. must have liked it. So maybe it just wasn't it wasn't finessed enough for that time and error. Hey, we'll give it a chance. You put it on the shelf. It's time to take it off the shelf. Time to just, you know, Get you know, get the Windex, clean it up, shine it up, you know, do a little cleansing, you know, just get a little cleansing. Just, it's just yeah, brush it off, you know, just uh, squirt, 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 you know, just uh, some clean, put it back. Now, not on the mantle, put it on your table. Now, start looking at it, see how you can adapt it to 2022. Yes, I'm giving you a year, get yourself in order. It's it's it's, it's possible, it's possible. We got to be able to do that. So, I would say that. If we had the ability to bring that back, I believe that it would br- definitely bring the older heads like ourselves. We remember the shows. Yep. We remember, you know, what feel that we had for that. And I feel that if you really want to take a step back and look right now, Barry, please help me out on this part. Mm-hmm. Um, this DC, DC sh- like cartoon shows. What do we have on the table right now? Because back at that time. Yes, we had Batman animated. We had yep. Theta. We had a Justice League. Yep. We had, you know, we, had, we there was a there was a whole plethora of stuff. So this is where I can see maybe where, that's what happened to the show. That because on the layer of all the other shows that it was around surrounding it, right. it, it, it got lower on the totem pole. It got overshadowed. It got overshadowed. And there's one yep. of those ones. You know, you're at the bottom. We're just gonna have to ask you just you know, you sit on the bench and haul it off. We'll come back to you. You waited 20 years. Now I think it's time to take it off the bench and put it back in. At this point. Yeah, Young Justice is out. What do we have? 
Currently, what do we have? DC? Right um, what do we have? Yeah, nothing right. of the serious aspect. Yeah, that's true. I, I think it's just it's just Young Justice as a cartoon we have. We, for, we don't even have. The, well, not to sound harsh, Young Justice isn't going. Nothing's going on right now. We don't. No, have that's true. They, now they're they're supposed nothing. to be launching that new season coming up soon, but from DC. Yeah, no, there's nothing. They they went like, with their live action. They've kind of read a retooling with their distribution uh, network with Diamond Comics. Yeah. Uh, so I know that caused some things with, within the industry. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Ca- cartoon wise, cartoon wise, and, and DC was like it, it was is strong. I mean, their their strongest f- footprint is cartoons. Exactly, exactly. You know, we just mentioned about the Batman Son of Dragon. Uh, we could talk about. I was just talking to someone earlier today as a reference to uh, the Red Batman Red Hood. Yeah. Uh, I was, you know, it's this, it's, I was on a call earlier and I was just talking to a friend about that. So, I mean, DC's cartoon has been a staple and, you know, it, it's, it still lives up to me. They were always, they were always good. So. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, when they did, uh, uh, was it Final Frontier? That was really a nice take. And I know there's a new one coming up with mm-hmm. Wonder Woman and the Justice Society that's supposed to be okay. uh, coming up soon. Right, okay. like a, a, a movie, but uh, yeah, we need we need something a little bit more from from. I, I don't know. We said this before in different shows. The the guys over at Warner Brothers have to turn around and get on one page, or DC has to turn around and say, "Hey, you know what? We're going to do what Marvel did, make our own studio, and we're just going to pump it out. Just back us, yeah. and and we guarantee you that it will it will have some heat out there when you put it out. That's what yeah. they got to do. Yeah, Completely. you know, because Completely. I mean, look, I got the. I'm looking at it right now. I got the Marvel movies that, that went on straight to DVD, the, the cartoons and all that. And Marvel was doing those. And I wish they did more. Uh, mm-hmm. The fear for me, for DC, is they can't get away from the big three. That almost sounds like a rhyme, right? Yeah. Everything always ties back to Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Great. But we've seen that Captain Marvel, or should I say Shazam, did really well live action. And there's a lot of history you can do cartoon-wise. Um, you know, Aquaman. But that, that's for sure given dr fate come on man you, you know that's yeah. a given you did shorts with Catwoman. you did a short with the specter um those are good green arrow uh but you know you, there was a green lantern cartoon even though it's 3d animated that was good you got to kind of get away from, but they don't do that too often they always have to and that's the problem yeah that's, that's the scenario they, they they i think i think i think the scenario is right there there is just like I understand, I can understand as a business, you want to make sure that you're putting your money and writing your money on the right ones. And you know, the top three are, these are your, these are, this is your, this is your flagship. I understand. Yeah. But at, at some point in time, you're going to have to seg off somewhere because I'm seeing some stuff that's giving me the understanding, like um, segueing off halfway. I just saw something this morning. I didn't get a chance to read on it too properly. Mm-hmm. But I saw a note saying that, um, Eventually, soon they're going to be calling Superman Super Clark. Really? Right? So yeah. So basically, it seems like DC is now basically as, um, was it um, like DC um, the the future the future um the future version that they're doing right now the future okay we're future shot right yeah now. future shot right so they're basically saying because of that Jonathan Kent is now. They're basically, to me, mm. in a real world, yeah. they're slowly passing the mantle of Superman Clark Kent yes. to Superman Jonathan Kent. Yes. So in the sense of our our generation, our kids are going to now grow up learning about, now they're going to learn about there's two Superman. Yes. 
just just the same way like there was uh jay garrett as a flash and then yeah. we had barry and yeah. now we have wally they've yes. learned to allow and that's another thing not a not any segment third sorry everyone for just going off no, no. like tension but it's now you start to realize that again the top three they never touch that they never now now they're making it sound like um batman is either last time i remember reading or hearing batman is dead or he's he's lost again uh mm -hmm. damien is picking up the mantle of batman so you're slowly trying no, to in the future one yes yeah yeah, they, they, so they're this, doing it that way, but they're going to bring back Bruce. And, I, I you know, know, I know. But you know, the, the, the hard one for me, and we could talk about another, you know, but is uh, when they got rid of Alfred finally in the comic book, you know? It's like, Aunt May outlived Alfred? It's like, come on, man. Come on. You know? Yeah. I, it goes yeah. back to the same. They, they don't seem they have, they, they put enough stake into their property, you know? Yeah. Like when they, they have no and, faith in them. Yeah, exactly. And what really showed to me is when they did Justice League versus Teen Titans, Okay. Why do it have to be Justice League versus Teen Titans? It could have just been a straight out Teen Titan cartoon mm -hmm. and let them deal with Trigon, which he does come right. into play. And I think that was okay. So, why did a Justice League have to come in? Because in the original couple of times where Trigon shows up, the League is nowhere around. The Titans take care of that. Right. Right? The right. League is nowhere around. Right? So now saying, oh, the Justice League's in it. Oh, okay. And then people are going to pick up because they hear yeah. Justice League. That's like right. what Marvel was doing years ago, where Wolverine was in every issue, every mm -hmm. book, no matter what. I'm glad they don't do that for the cinematic universe, but yeah. Wolverine Wolverine was on, you know, what? Two different Avengers teams, plus an X-Men team, plus a solo book. But, you know, Wolverine just went on and on and on. And so Wolverine was everywhere. Yeah. No. No, completely. Completely. Yeah, so, and that, that's what I, used to that what used to get me is that Wolverine all the time was everywhere, and it's like you know to the point where Wolverine teams up with it, miniseries, Wolverine teams up with Iron Fist. I'm like, what does Iron Fist and Wolverine have to do? I would get it if you said it was Cage, or even someone after they did like the Heroes for Hire, and it was more later on, and they brought in one of the other people. But no, so I don't want, as I say, Zeta have a flash with you know Terry McGinnis yep. or Bruce Wayne of that age when he's older or, you know, Batman Beyond for like half sec kind of show up, say, hey man, I found this clue for you. Just to tie in to let people know that if people didn't know that these worlds are, are on the same wavelength. Yes. So it's, the same, it's the same time frame. Other yes. than that, um, yeah, let just it a little be. touch in, touch out, let it go. Let it go, let it go. That, that, that's all I would have said, let it go, let it be, and that's it, that's all I want to see, and, and let him stand on his own, because he, he definitely can, you know, when I'm thinking of all the people, you know, if you were into the, the Isaac books with the, you know, iRobot and that whole run, uh, those novels, if you've ever read Scud the Disposable Assassin, uh, you know, if you're a Terminator fan, all this, if you're a Fugitive fan, all this ties in somewhat to that. I could, I could see the influences coming across for this series. So I want it to be on its own, strong on its own, mm -hmm. do what you got to do. Yeah, completely, completely, completely. Yeah, if we can, if we can get, if we can... If that could be achieved, I definitely see that. Um, I really feel that is something that that could definitely benefit um, DC and Warner Brothers. Yes. Um, going forward. Yes. Uh, it may be one of those again to them, and they may look at it as as a, as a property that they 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 feel might be outdated. But right. I mean, who, who doesn't who doesn't like robots? Who doesn't like cyborg? Who doesn't like centoids? Listen, they're all in similar family and cousins. Listen, just bring them all together. We could do this. We could. Yes. <laughs> and he's doing it for the goodness of the goodness of humanity. When everybody's worried, like I robot, that you know they're coming to take us over. Listen, at least we know 
we can we can we can know we can have Sydney from iRobot. I remember Sydney's name, and we can have Zeta. At least I know if I have those two in my corner. Okay, I can feel good in the world. Just saying. Thank you. <laughs> that is awesome. I see this thing you sent me to, and okay, I will look at this after. But oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, about Starbolt Zeta. So look, we'll wrap this one up. Uh, once again, thank you for listening. Uh, this is Barry 3D. We've been talking about the Zeta project and, and other things that we are probably to talk about in the future. Um, so as I said, like, subscribe, subscribe, share. I never get that straight. I'm still working on the new tongue. You know, um, help out where you can with our with our channel and, and be greatly appreciated. Uh, as I said, we got the videos and we're having some, uh, we'll have the podcast up as a audio too with continuing this so you can see it and take it anywhere you want to go. And you can see our links there to catch up with myself, all of us, Rod. So mm-hmm. uh, I must have my two cents there. Rod, any final listen, thoughts? Not any final thoughts. I would say, yo, thank you everyone for just chilling out with us. Um, listen, um, I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. We've had a great time having these conversations. Again, we like to go in depth. We like to just show our passion, but, you know, what this is, you know, how we feel about these characters. And uh, we hope you can hear and feel the same way with you. So feel free to just drop anything in the comments below. Uh, definitely we'll check that out and uh, you know we'll definitely you know respond you know but uh, and if you have any other suggestions as we would normally say if you got any suggestions that you want us to talk about yeah feel free to just drop it in the bottom just drop it in hey we, we're not afraid to talk about anybody that's right yeah. wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, I don't do spiders okay cool we won't talk about that Spider-Man, sure, no problem. Spiders, yeah, no. Spider-Man. No, yeah. no, I, 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 no, I got I do spiders. I'll take care of you. I got you. Right on. So if you want to catch up more with Zeta, um, you can look online. You can find stuff. You can find our stuff. Uh, then on top of it, you know, check out the Zeta Project cartoon series, two series. You can get that on DVD. You can order it. It's definitely somewhere. And also you can check out the Batman Beyond series. He showed it up and that's what makes his first appearance in those two there. There's really no reading, heavy reading material I could suggest. So that's your best source material for all of that. And uh, keep in mind that all this world, everything that we were talking about was started with a pencil, a, pen, a pencil, paper, and imagination. Barry 3D. Rod C. We're out. This is the Iconist Podcast, and we are out. <laughs> <laughs>